Welcome to the Business of Style podcast with me, your host, Louisa Gabriel. I'm a personal stylist and image strategist who grew a successful six-figure business, and now I'm educating and empowering other personal stylists and image professionals just like you to do the same. So please keep listening to hear the lessons I've learned and the strategies I've used along the way that are guaranteed to help you take your personal styling career from side hustle to six figures too. One of the biggest things that I actually see holding people back from starting their career as a personal stylist has nothing to do with actual styling itself. It's nothing to do with questioning whether they have the ability to style people, questioning their skills and their knowledge. What I actually see the most is that the thing holding people back is the business side of styling, the business of style. And that's part of the reason why I created this podcast is because that fear really does limit people and hold people back. And it really, really shouldn't. And this podcast has been dedicated to helping people understand and navigate this crazy world called the business of style. One thing I realized is that in all the episodes that I have done on this podcast, I've not actually done a single episode that talks about how you can get your personal styling business up and running quickly and easily. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm going to give you the simple, simple steps that you can take that will allow you to actually get your business up and running as soon as next week if you put the effort in. Um, So if your fear of being a business owner and running a business is holding you back from getting things started, then after this episode, I know for a fact that you are going to feel more confident and you're going to be able to get out there and get your business started. So let's dive in to the simple steps that you can take in order to start your personal styling business quickly and easily. So step one, you want to start your business as a sole proprietor. Okay. When you're first getting things just to get things up and running quickly and easily. There's no need to be thinking about LLCs, S corps, C corps, all the other types of business entities out there. Okay. If a licensed limited company, which is what LLC stands for, there's a lot of red tape that goes along with it. I mean, it can be complicated to set up. You need to have more money because it costs more money to actually establish an LLC. You're going to need to, um, you know, have an attorney involved in getting things up and running properly. And it's not something that you actually need. In fact, I know personal style 
Kyla's that have been in the industry for 15, 20 plus years, and they haven't felt the need to turn their business into an LLC. They run it still as something called a sole proprietor, or sometimes referred to as a sole trader. And what that basically means is that you are just self-employed. Okay. It's a very simple, quick and easy way to get your business started. Now you might need to register your business with your local town or city. Um, it really is going to depend on where you live. There are, you know, slight variances as how you go about it. You know, in the UK, you probably have to register as self-employed with HMRC, um, who are the tax regulators out there in the UK. Um, but in the US, it's usually a state or a town thing where you register your business. Um, and you'll actually, most of the time you will use, if you're in the US, you'll use your own social security number when it comes to filing the taxes along, you know, for your business, along with your personal taxes. So you can trade under your own name. You can trade under a unique business name. You are not restricted in any way as a sole proprietor. It's your choice, whichever way you want to do. But doing it this way is cheaper and it is easier. And you can get your business up and running as soon as you want. So it's definitely worth for those of you that are just starting out, forget about LLCs. That's something that once you start getting successful, start getting lots of money coming in, lots of clients, you can start looking into LLCs and seeing if they're worth it for, you know, um, tax purposes and your tax burden. But to start off with, do it simply as a sole trade or a sole proprietor. Step two is forget about needing some kind of office or business location. You don't need any kind of studio to start a personal styling business. Have a home office or a little desk in a corner of your dining room or your living room where you can actually get your laptop and do the business side of things and a cell phone. That's pretty much all you'll need too. But see clients in their homes, meet up with clients at the mall or different, um, you know, clothing boutiques. Okay. It's much more convenient for your clients. And the thing is, once you're in their house, you might be going in there for a color analysis or body shape analysis service. But once you start delving into their closet, it can often lead to them recognizing that they need more services from you and booking that deep, um, you know, closet detox and capsule wardrobe service that you offer. Okay. Doing it this way eliminates any of those expensive overheads of having an office space or having some kind of studio space, and it really isn't needed. Once again, I know stylists that have run their business for 15, 20 years, and they just predominantly see um, clients at their homes. They don't have a studio. So it's going to save you a lot of money and it's going to make things a lot quicker to get you started. 
So step three, okay, create a very basic website or landing page for your business. You don't need anything fancy to get started. You really, really don't. Just one simple page so that potential clients have a place to go where they can learn a little bit more about you and they can find out about the services that you offer and find out how to get in touch with you to either find out more or to book an appointment with you. There are so many different hosting companies out there for websites, you know, things like Wix and WordPress, um, you know, and they actually have pre-designed templates for you. So you don't need any coding knowledge. You don't need any design knowledge. It's all very, very simple. You just edit the text, put your own text and information in, you know, drag and drop your own images, change the colors up to suit your brand. And that's it. You have created a website for your business. You can even do websites now in Canva. If Canva is a program that you love, which I'm sure many of you do, I know that I am obsessed with Canva, but they have, you know, single page websites that, you know, are so easy just to drag and drop and change things in and personalize it for you. But it allows you to actually get your business up and running quicker. And that's the whole point. We don't want to have to do things that are going to hold us back and mean that, you know, it's going to take us six months to get this incredible website developed with all these different tools and gadgets on it that we don't really need. Okay. Don't hold yourself back by thinking that it has to be more complicated than it really is. So a a basic single page website is really all you need. And as I said, all that they need to see on there is find out they need information about who you are, what you do, and how they can get in contact with you. And if you have images of work that you've done with previous clients, your portfolio, use those in your website too. But to get started, just keep it very, very simple. On to step four. So you want to make it easy for clients to pay you for your styling services. Now you might get nervous about, well, how does these payments work? And, you know, sometimes tracking money and keeping the tab of, you know, income and expenses, it can be overwhelming for people, especially if you're not really, you know, financially minded, um, and math wasn't your strong point, but it's okay, because there are services out there that can help you do all this and do it easily. Okay. So the easiest way to get paid as a personal stylist, other than taking cash, obviously, which I really don't encourage people to run a cash-based business. Um, you know, I think from a legality and a tax perspective, it's just so much easier if it's everything is tracked in a certain way. So you can set up a PayPal account or a Stripe account, and that is going to keep a track of all the money that comes in specifically just for your business. Okay. Now the thing with being a sole proprietor, a sole trader is in most countries, you don't need a separate business bank account. 
and all the money you just have it flow through your own personal account and you would have to track it very carefully but if you use a service such as paypal or stripe all the information is there you can see all the business related transactions before you actually move that money over into your own personal account for your um your weekly payroll because you've got to pay yourself right um you know and it makes it easy for clients too and it gives that security that protection because you know paypal and stripe do protect transactions to make sure that they aren't fraudulent so you know it's it makes it simple when your client can you know pay you um straight through email um you know using your email address you can even send invoices uh digital invoices and things like that in these kind of um services so it is definitely worth and they're free you don't have to pay anything for a paypal or a stripe account okay so another thing keeps the cost down helps you get things up and running quickly and easily you can if you want you can also add payment buttons through paypal and stripe directly on your website so that people can actually book an appointment right there and then and pay for it um that's entirely up to you if you want to take it to that next step but it's not necessary to get you up and running quickly and easy and then you know just keep a track track the money that you are spending track your expenses your business expenses track the income it doesn't have to be anything amazing you can track it in a basic excel spreadsheet okay that's all you really need to get you started for your business accounting side of things now obviously as your business grows and expands and you've got more expenses and you know things like that you know then a, a better accounting system um you know you are probably going to need but for the basics to get you up and running all you need is to make sure that there is a safe way for clients to pay you. And the easiest ways are through PayPal or Stripe. You can even, if Square is available in your country, the little Square reader things, where they can use their card and pay you at the time of service. That's also something that you could look into. Quick and easy. That's what we're looking for. Step five keep your styling services simple now while i've talked in other episodes about how creating a signature style program is definitely the way to go especially if you want to you know become that six-figure stylist and really get the money coming in but we're just starting and we want to get that business up and running quickly so it can take a long time to actually create and develop a signature style program so i don't want you to feel overwhelmed by that and feel that that's something you have to do before you can actually open the doors for your personal styling business because it's really not when you're just starting out, it is perfectly okay to kind of offer that what I call an a la carte service um, where you charge an hourly rate or a set service rate. But keep it simple. 
don't feel that you have to offer every single styling service uh, you know if you've done a course um like one through the style academy international you've learned so many different services that you can offer as part of your business but don't feel to start with that you have to offer them all pick one or two core services so maybe it's a body type analysis and it's a um closet detox or a um you know whatever you feel but keep it simple keep it to one or two just to get you started and this is also going to help build your confidence too don't make things more complicated than they have to be you can start to expand and build once your business and your confidence starts to grow step six you need to figure out who you want to style now if you're a regular listener to this podcast you knew it was going to come right you knew that i was going to talk about finding a niche (laughs) and getting to know your target clients um because it is such a, a big part and i talk about it practically in every single episode i know i do Um, And this episode is no different because it is important to get you started. And but it doesn't have to hold you back. Okay, while finding that niche is definitely a crucial part of growing a successful personal styling business. I know that it is one of the hardest things to do. And it's a thing that people perseverate over and they go backwards and forwards. And, you know, they really have a hard time kind of focusing. Um, But when you're just getting started, you know, you want to narrow it down to who your ideal clients are, but don't feel that you have to be laser focused with that niche from day one. You can narrow things down gradually. You know, part of growing a business is learning things and experiencing things. And that can often send you in a very different direction than what you thought you were going to be going in. So there is definitely that learning process. So to get you started, to get things up and running, just start by focusing on one certain demographic. So a demographic such as gender, you know, do you want to work with male or female? Do you want to, um, is it a specific age group of people or is it something connected to specific employment? Narrow it down by those basic demographics just to get you started. It's going to help you to to target your clients a little more easily with your marketing, but it's not going to hold you back in the process because you haven't got that laser focused niche yet. That's going to come, it's going to evolve over time. We just don't want it to hold us back from getting started. All right, we've covered a lot so far. It sounds like a lot, but these things are actually pretty quick and easy to do. And they're not overwhelming and they're definitely not going to hold you back. And there's a couple of more things that are definitely going to help you. So the next one, step seven, I think we're on is I want you to use what is called the power of one. 
Now, the power of one is a very important strategy in business. You may have heard of it before. You may not have heard of it before, but it is an important business strategy. Okay. And what we mean by the power of one is one audience, one service, our program, and one platform. So for you as a personal stylist to use the power of one to get your business up and running is you want to choose one type of styling client that you want to work with. So as we just talked about that one demographic, you want to offer them one core style service or program. And then you want to connect with them and promote your business on one social media platform. Now, it's very, very important if you want to get started quickly and not get overwhelmed is to keep things simple. So don't spread yourself too thin by posting everywhere and thinking that you have to be on every single social media platform ever, okay? It doesn't have to be like that. Don't spread yourself too thin. Pick the platform, as I always say, I think you know it's coming. Pick the platform where your ideal clients are spending their time. And that's where you're going to focus your time and energy and build your presence there. Use the power of one to keep it simple and enable you to get your business started. Then I've got one final step, step number eight. And this is a big one. This is a really, really important one. Not that the others aren't, but this one is. I want you to start telling everyone that you're a personal stylist, okay? Word of mouth is a powerful tool for personal stylists. So I want you to actually use it. I want you to start talking about your business to Anyone that will listen, your friends, your family, your hairdresser, your neighbors, um, you know, whoever it is, these are all great resources to help you spread the word even further about your business. So don't be shy. Start talking to everybody about your business and letting them know how they can book services with you and what you can do to help them and ask them to share the word too. Word of mouth definitely is the most important thing when it comes to getting your business up and running quickly and easy. So that, my friends, is the simple way to start a personal styling business. It doesn't have to be complicated and you don't need an MBA. You don't need, you know, all this advanced business knowledge. Okay. You keep it simple. Follow these eight steps that I have covered in today's episode. And I guess all that's left for you to do is actually go out and get that personal styling business started. So that's it. That's today's episode. I hope it was helpful and I will catch you on the next one. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Business of Style podcast, then don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you can be notified whenever a new episode is available. 
And if you're looking for additional training and resources to help you in your career as a personal stylist, then be sure to head over to my website, styleacademyintl.com. Thank you.